Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Dose of Tech podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about Xbox versus PC versus PlayStation versus Switch. Um, so yeah, let's dive in. So we're going to be starting with um, PC. Now, PC is probably the most expensive option, but it's going to be the uh, highest cap on what games you can play and, you know, uh, graphics and stuff like that. So you really, um, you know, with PC, you're going to get what you pay for. So you could spend $350 on a cheap, or not really cheap, but a uh, low, lower-end gaming PC where you can run probably most AAA games, but you might not be able to run them on even medium graphics. You might have to run them on low graphics, depending on if you put your money in the computer processor or the graphics card or, you know, whatever else you might want to put the uh, money in. That being said, you could also get a PC for, you know, a thousand or two thousand dollars. You know, you could spend a lot of money on a PC and get, you know, some crazy high specs where you could run AAA games on, uh, you know, extremely high, um, graphics and with pretty much no lag so pc is there's not really a cap for how many fps and you know um resolution you can get there is but it's never really going to be a hinder to what you um to what you want to do with it right so i think we should kind of start out with like uh same price so PC, um, the cheapest gaming computer you could probably build is about $350, which is really close to the cost of a PS4 and an Xbox, which are about $400, depending on the model you get. Um, and a Switch is also $300. So if we compare at that price point, um, looking at a $350 computer, nowadays, you definitely won't be able to play every single AAA title. Um, obviously, you'll be able to play, you know, Fortnite, you'll be able to play Rocket League, Counter-Strike, Minecraft, you know, whatever. Um, lower lower intensive games like rainbow six siege possibly but um also um it, it you won't be able to run like you're not gonna be able to play the witcher um which came out last year you know so you would get about a solid 60 fps in most of those games um with a 350 dollar computer which is really great because that's about what you get with a ps4 and an xbox one um, we're not really talking about the Xbox One X when it comes to this. So, uh, for $350, you can actually get a lot out of a PC. So, Grayson, when it comes to a PC, why would you choose a $350 PC over a $350 PlayStation or Xbox? Well, the neat thing with, uh, PCs is that you can customize it a lot more than you can customize an Xbox, right? So, you know, you spend, you spend the money on an Xbox, you might be able to get you know, a uh, an Xbox Pro controller, right, or something like that. But you're not really going to be able to customize the actual Xbox itself unless you really know what you're doing. Um, with a PC, you can spend the money in pretty much whatever you want to. So, you know, you could spend the money on your graphics card where, you know, you're getting a lot higher graphics than what you might get on an Xbox. Or you could spend your money on, um, you know, your processor and RAM, whereas, uh, you know, you might get better... Um, better loading times and stuff like that so there's a lot of different things you can do um another really big advantage about the pc is that um you know it's not only for gaming and uh, xbox and ps4 and switch do have some non-gaming features but with pc you're gonna have the most um versatility so you know you can use it as a work computer you can use it to write papers for school so right. with pc it's not just a gaming machine it's also a tool which is um mm -hmm. It's a huge advantage. And along with that, on the uh, gaming side, there's also, you know, you can spend 
more or less money on peripherals depending on what experience you want. And, you know, another really big advantage about a PC is that you can play on a PC with pretty much anything. So if you prefer a controller, you can play on PC with a controller, a PS4 controller, an Xbox controller, uh, off-brand controllers, pretty much anything is going to work with a PC. Um, Obviously, industry standard is keyboard and mouse, but... Um, I like to keep at least one or two controllers around for uh, Rocket League and when my friends come over so that we can both play split screen on a PC. Um, yeah, so it's really, really nice in that way. Yeah, I think also um, when it comes to computers, uh, you were talking about customization. Um, the nice thing is, as you were saying, you get to choose your parts, but PC is also harder in a sense that if you're building a $350 computer, and if you're planning on doing some gaming with the $350 computer, you're going to have to do some building um, just because nobody's going to sell a machine at that price. You're going to have to look around. There's some great videos I've seen online for it, but um, you got to keep in mind that you know you could choose a great graphics card and a lower CPU, but that CPU might bottleneck your graphics card. Um, so it does take more knowledge to really work with those computers, but if you put some time into it, it should be pretty easy to learn. Um, and another really nice thing with the PC is, you know, let's say that you have $400 right now to spend on a, on a, um, some form of gaming rig. Well, you know, you buy your, your computer and, you know, you get it set up and you have a computer, right? Well, let's say that you make, you know, $200 over the summer working with a, with a, um, PC, you can always keep upgrading it. There's pretty much never going to be a cap where you can't upgrade it. Now, to an extent, you know, if you're running, a uh, motherboard that can only handle, say, DDR3 RAM and uh, has a pretty old CPU slot, then there's a limit to that. But if you get a modern low-end keyboard, or I'm sorry, not keyboard, a motherboard, you can pretty much always upgrade that, and it's not going to be a huge cost. So you can continue upgrading your PC. So, for example, the PC that I have right now, um, it came with a a uh, worse cooling fan and obviously a cooling fan for the cpu isn't a huge deal but i ended up upgrading that um because i had a little bit of extra money and i just wanted to make sure that i wasn't damaging any of my hardware so you can always keep upgrading it whereas with you know a console once you have it you might be able to upgrade the hard drive but you're never going to be able to you know upgrade the graphics card or upgrade the cpu it's just not worth it on a uh, xbox or ps4 yep and another nice thing with the PC is that the PC, the PC definitely has the most games out of all of the options. Um, yes. Simply because it's, um, you know, you can run, there's so many, you know, like Steam, uh, Battle.net, Origin. There are, you know, hundreds of different gaming services that you can use as opposed to Xbox and PS4, which is basically just one. Um, yeah, so, so that's the interesting thing when it comes to PC is that you can grab different games from those providers so you don't go ha- have to go through one service like Xbox Online or whatever it is, um, PS Plus, um, right? Because they provide uh, everything through their service. So if they don't get the rights to that or they don't have that on there, then you're not going to be able to play it. You know, you can't sideload games onto your Xbox. Um, so that's an advantage with PC. It's just so versatile. Right. Um, so that's that pretty much sums up PC. So let's move on to uh, PlayStation. Um, we're going to be talking about the PlayStation 4 because that is the most modern right now. So it can be bought for about $400, um, depending on whether you get the uh, Pro or not. And I think one of the biggest reasons people, people use PlayStation is because um, it has a lot of exclusive games. So it's got Bloodborne, um, Until Dawn, The Last of Us, Gods of War, etc. So it's got a lot of... Uh, PlayStation exclusive games, and it does have a really uh, a really nice controller. The PlayStation controllers, in my opinion, have a really good feel, um, and they're not 
the games are going to run you about the same as Xbox One. Um, they're, you know, AAA games when they come out, I would say are usually about $80 to $120. Um, yeah, but depending on where you get be them, they could also be 60 yeah, around there. Yeah, but, um, you know, there's also going to be uh, less expensive games, like, you know, say Subnautica, um, which is like $20. So they do have a lot of exclusives, and the exclusives are usually going to be more expensive, but um, it's it's overall, it's just a pretty good um, console. It has pretty similar specs to the Xbox One when it comes to graphics and uh, processing power. There's not a lot to choose between those two. I would say that the biggest thing to choose to or choose from between PS4 and Xbox One is the controllers and the games. Yeah, um, when it comes so to these two consoles, um, you know, they basically have the same specs. Uh, Xbox One and PS4, and then there's Xbox One X and PS4 Pro. Um, but it, it cannot be argued that PlayStation simply has more exclusives. It just depends on whether you like them, right? Xbox's huge exclusive is Halo, which I love. So I would rather have an Xbox One than play Bloodborne, The Last of Us, and, you know, God of War or whatever. Um, just because I'm not interested in those games. But if you're really interested in these types of games, then PlayStation is really great. Um, and I know there's a big argument over, you know, which controller is better or this or that. But, um, you know, yes, it is true that the Xbox controller is made er more ergonomic, and I do like the Xbox controller more, but it's definitely not a deal-breaker to me to use a DualShock 4. I really love that controller. Right, and that's the other thing with PlayStation controllers versus Xbox controllers, just kind of on a side note. There's nothing to distinguish one as better than the other. Um, they're just, they're too um, opinion. You know, it's it's... It's opinion. It's not, you know, oh, this one has much more fluid sticks or this one has more buttons. You know, as far as buttons, they're very similar. Um, I would say Xbox tr triggers are, for me, better than PS4 triggers. Um, but there's nothing to choose between them. It's all opinion. Um, and that's pretty much all that can be said about PlayStation 4. I mean, it's a really solid rig. Um, so let's let's get on to Xbox One. So... When we're talking about Xbox One, the two biggest uh, variants right now are the One uh, X and the One S. So the uh, price varies, obviously, with um, which version you get, um, how much hard drive space, if it comes with any games, or if it comes with controllers. But um, the Xbox One X's standard is about a one terabyte hard drive. So for the One X and the one terabyte hard drive, it'll run you about 300 to 350 brand new, depending on uh, what color you get and where you get it from. The Xbox One S... Uh, by itself with a 500 gigabyte hard drive will run you about 250 again depending on what color and where you get it so the difference between the uh the s and the x is that the x basically just has better graphics so the x can um play gameplay and capture in 4k whereas the s can't um so it kind of depends if that's worth it for you yeah so it, it it really does kind of depend, um, but a Xbox has a lot of great features. Um, when it comes to the actual hardware side of things, Xbox is usually the first to be a little bit ahead, um, and PlayStation usually always catches up. But, um, you know, they've got, as we said earlier, they have Halo. Um, it it's pretty much the same. Yes, you can 4K game, but also 30 FPS, you know. Um, for me, I'd always rather play at a 1080p regular HD um, at 60 FPS, uh, but it really depends. If you have a great 4K TV, then playing racing games like uh, Need for Speed, 
that's that's an awesome experience. So it really depends. Uh, the PS4 Pro can also do 4K stuff. Um, one thing between the Xbox and the PlayStation is PSVR, which um, I'd like to bring up because Xbox has not even dipped into the VR side of things, and VR is becoming a huge thing. Um, you know, you've got the Oculus Quest with Link, you've got the Rift S, you know, the Vive, uh, which is all computer stuff, um, which gives computers even more of an advantage. But PlayStation is up next because PSVR supports so many big games. You know, you, you've got Beat Saber, Job Simulator, there's a lot of other big ones, um, but Xbox hasn't even dipped into that realm. So that's another thing you might want to think about. If you really want to try VR, uh, you might, you might want to go for a PS4 Pro. Right. Um, and when we're talking about the Xbox One X versus the One S, I would say my advice on it, if you have a 4K TV and you want to play a lot of racing games or simulators, then go with the One X. But if you don't have a 4K TV, I would definitely go with the S. Um, there's not a lot to choose between them. Really, the only other difference aside from that is that the One S is uh, two pounds lighter than the One X. But I mean, honestly, for me, um, that really would never come into come into play i mean i'm not going to be moving my xbox a lot but i guess if you're i don't know if you move your xbox around a lot i guess that might be worth it for you but um honestly i would say as long as you don't have a 4k tv the uh, s is definitely more worth it yeah it is definitely a, a more bang for your buck um i will say a couple things i've noticed is uh just like the playstation 2 not not the PlayStation 2, but the PlayStation, um, PS4. It's, um, when you're playing split screen, um, it's also, if you don't have the Pro, I noticed, uh, I have a PS4, regular one, um, and I'm playing four-player split screen on Call of Duty Black Ops or something, the frames do drop pretty bad. Um, so, if you're planning on playing with a lot of friends, you might want to pay the extra price for maybe the Xbox One X or the PS4 Pro, because when there's four different screens doing four different things, it's pretty hard for the console to keep up. Right. And that's another thing I want to bring up real quick is um, frames. You know, um, on Xbox and PS4, depending on, you know, what you're running, if it's 4K, uh, what TV you're on, you're going to be getting around 55 uh, is probably about the highest you'll consistently get um, down to 30. Whereas on PC, um, I have the highest I've ever hit on PC was about 250, um, and you know you really can't tell a difference between you know 250 and 200 just because it's so good at that point. But you can definitely tell a difference between you know 60 and 100. And right. um, if you really care about that, which I personally do, PC is always going to be better than PS4 and Xbox One because there's really not a lot you can do to. Um, up your frames on PS4 and Xbox One, but, um, you know, for example, my PC has a GTX 1080 graphics card in it, which is a pretty high-end graphics card, so I can get very good, uh, very good frames with that, um, depending on what I'm playing, obviously, but I've never dipped below 75 frames, I think, is probably the lowest I've ever hit, which is really, really nice. Um, but yeah, that's, consoles are always going to be lower than PC when it comes to frames, unless you're running a really low-end PC. Um, right. So let's move on to the last console, which yeah. is Nintendo Switch. Switch which, um, when it comes to consoles, you might be surprised, but this is actually my favorite console. Um, so Nintendo Switch, you can buy refurbished for about two sixty, but if you're buying brand new, it'll be about three hundred bucks, depending on whether you get the uh, quote unquote new Nintendo Switch or the Switch. Um, just so 
everyone knows the new Nintendo Switch is no different besides the battery life. So when it comes to power, uh, everything will be the same across every model. So, um, yeah, so I think the best thing about Switch is its exclusives. It's got the biggest library of exclusives because it's Nintendo. That's what Nintendo's yep. known for. You've got all the Mario games. You've got Kirby, you know, Super Smash Bros., which is huge. New Animal Crossing game just came out. Um, I've been playing a ton of all of these games. Uh, I have a Nintendo Switch, and it's just, it's great. Um, the only, the, the thing about Switch is that it's kind of in a different market than Xbox and PS4. Um, obviously, yep, you're not really playing with a controller unless you're using the Pro controller. Uh, you've got Joy-Cons. The whole idea of the Switch is you can dock it, play some games on the TV when you want, pick it up and leave just like you could with your 3DS or your DS um, a few years back. So it's kind of a different market, but it's a really interesting market. Um, when it comes to the, uh, the games, um, most AAA games that come out or, you know, uh, hot, you know, um, games that are wanted a lot are going to be about 60 bucks. Uh, you know, Animal Crossing, um, you, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, you've got Smash Bros. All of those were 60 bucks. Um, lesser known games, uh, kind of mid-range, are going to be 20 to 30. And then those downloadable content ones, the ones without cartridges, will be anywhere from like, I don't know, 5 to 15 bucks. So there's a lot of really good games out of there. Um, and the really cool thing about Nintendo is that there's a lot of really great gems. Um, you can get a lot of really fun games for cheap price. Uh, you've got Shovel Knight, which is 15 bucks. You've got um, uh, Cuphead, which was recently 10 bucks. That's an amazing game, super fun. Um, uh, I think it's 20 bucks when it's not on sale, but the downside to Switch, I think the biggest downside for me is the power that it outputs. When you are in docked mode, most AAA games, big games like Super Mario Odyssey and Smash Bros, will play at about 60 FPS, which is fine. Um, but when it comes to handheld mode, uh, your frames are going to drop. It's going to be 30, 30 FPS. And for most Nintendo Switch games, that's really, that's fine. Super Mario Odyssey, that's fine. Smash Bros, it's fine. Um, obviously, Animal Crossing, it's fine. But um, I know Fortnite is on the Switch. You know, you're not really going to be able to compete much on 30 FPS in a game like that. So Switch is kind of a different market, but it's a really cool market. Right. Um, and honestly... I remember when I first played on Switch, I was like, this is, I, I didn't really think it was going to be that fun. I definitely underestimated it. I was like, it's literally just a 3DS, but way more expensive. Um, and then I started playing some of the games. And I was also really skeptical of the Joy-Cons because I'm a standard, you know, keyboard and mouse and controller player. But um, it's surprising how easy and how fun it is. Um, Honestly, I would have to say that if I was to choose one of these consoles to just uh, instantly have right now, it would probably be a Nintendo Switch. Um, the exclusives, Smash Bros. The new Smash Bros. is probably one of the Such most fun games. Such a great games. game. I, one of the most, most fun games I've ever played, and I've played a ton of games. You know, I've played Rainbow Six Siege, I've played CSGO, I've played a lot of OG games, and there's, you know, it's just such a fun game. Um... You can the fact that you can bring it places and uh, you know hang out and just uh, play like um, Josh and I go to the same school and we've got an after school program but there's about a half hour of time between the time that school ends and the time that this after school program begins so you know sometimes we'll bring a switch and we'll just uh, hang out and play switch for a little while which is a really really fun right. um, fun thing to do and 
30 FPS sounds really bad. Like when you hear 30 FPS, you're like, wow, that's really bad. But on the size of the screen that you're playing on, you can't tell. I mean, right. there's never been one time where I was like, wow, this is so laggy and the frame drops. It's just terrible. I mean, it's because right, it is a it's small good. screen. It's just like watching a 480p video on your phone. It's definitely going to look a lot better than it would on a, a full 1080p monitor, you know? So you got to keep that in mind. Right. And another thing that's nice about the Switch is that all the games are cheaper. I mean, like we said, the AAA games are about 60 bucks, whereas on Xbox One and PS4, they're usually 80 to 120 depending on, um, you know, what game it is. And there are some really cheap games. Like, I know there are a lot of, uh, you know, like $5 or $10 games that you can get that um, they're really small and not very known, but they're really fun. Um, yeah, one, and a lot of, go ahead. yeah, one example on Switch is like, um, you know, as I was saying earlier, there's Shovel Knight, but... There's a bunch of like little platformers, that's big ones that are going to be cheap, that have so much content and a great story. I think the awesome part about Nintendo is they put a ton of work into their storyline and making it a thought-out, well-designed video game, um, rather than just the aspect of the game. Like PC is often, not all the time, but it's, a really, it's really just a different market, and it's a really cool market in my opinion. Yep, and another uh, quick point for Switch is that it's really nice when you, um, you know, when you live in a family and maybe you have younger kids. So, like, for a parent, um, the Switch is a really great thing because, you know, in a, in a road trip, you could just take that and it's, you know, it's good entertainment. And most of the games on Switch aren't going to be, um, you know, as violent as a lot of the games on Xbox and mm -hmm. PC. And Nintendo is also really good about parental uh, uh, restrictions and stuff like that, so you don't have to worry about a lot of that stuff right like me personally i don't mind playing games like csgo and rainbow six but i know a lot of my friends who might have siblings who are you know five or six obviously they're not going to be playing csgo um so it's a really good family console to get as opposed to um xbox one and ps4 which can be but i would say that xbox one and ps4 definitely are an older market um so just to wrap this up i would say that pc is definitely uh you know pc master race i'm <laughs> i gotta go pc master race but um ps4 and xbox one really good options a lot of good mm -hmm. exclusives um fun especially with your friends switch is definitely the most mobile and i would say it's kind of yep, a, a family i would say it's kind of a family uh family and family console. console yep yeah, yeah, kind of a family and party console. So um, depending on how much money you want to drop and what type of games you're looking for, you know, they all have their pros and cons. There, I, there's not one that's the worst, and there's not one that's always going to take the cake. Um, they all have pros and cons. It's up to you to decide. So um, thank you for tuning in. Just a couple uh, announcements. Obviously, our Discord server is um, up and running, so it would be great if you all, uh, you know, go check that out and um, give us some feedback and uh, – episode ideas and we'll probably uh, include those in the show yep. we also have our youtube channel up along with our uh, you know spotify and all of our other all of our other um, sites so you know thank you for tuning in and have a great day